What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Let's go. We about to get this party started. Yo, mic check. My mic ain't on. It's thirsty, yes, thirsty. Yes, it is. You on? You on fire, my boy? The mic is on. Ooh, that turned me up. Lord, have mercy. <laughs> All right, we are here. Last hour, old school. You see Jay what's Foreman, in the cup? Jay Foreman, East Strick getting lit. Nate Brennan back there on the ones and twos. Jay Foreman and Strick on the threes and fours. Strick is lit. He might be on the fives and six already. He over there, look, he's a little air DJ. <laughs> Um, old school brought to you by the Mercado, uh, 84th and Hivelock, certified Piedmontese, special ingredients, great, uh, dessert or great on or appetizer, entree, dessert menu. I specialize in the tomahawk and then the strawberry sorbet, Nate. But without further, further ado, we're going to bring my man, John Squire in here on the, on the, uh, starter on the Honda Lincoln, Honda of Lincoln hotline. John what's popping my man. Hey, fellas, three of my favorites on the mic in studio today. That's right. That's yes, right. sir. They're rocking and rolling. Tell us what's good, hey, John. Here's, yeah, here, here's what I got. And, Jay, we've talked a few times. And first point, Mickey Joseph being our new head coach would be tremendous. And I'm going to just say this, and it doesn't get said enough, I don't think. It is time for Nebraska football to have a black head coach. Right there, in and of itself, creates some momentum for a program that's not had any. And two, we don't need the best coach. We need the right coach. And we need the right coach for Nebraska. And there's no doubt in my mind it's Mickey Joseph. And I hope Trev goes that way. I'll support whoever he hires. But... Man, I'll tell you, I I just have such uh, – I just think that guy is hungry. He knows intimately what our problems are in that program because he's lived it now, and I trust that guy that he can build it. But uh, anyway, I, I love you guys uh, uh, listening to you in the afternoon today. You're great. And one more thing, Jay. Mm-hmm. At, oh, they're going to uh, – uh, celebrate the uh, Big Ten being one of the timeout breaks. 
So I'm going to be there watching that. I'm pumped about that too. Yeah, John, they, I'll be there too. So I'll see you. Yeah, Nate What's said. That? Yeah, Nate said that you. Uh, or Nate, 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 Brent is going to be there too. Oh yeah, I'll be there. Oh, good. Nate, yeah. team. Love it. All right, you guys have a great night. Appreciate you. All right. There he goes, John Squire. <laughs> yeah, he's got a good point. I mean, I think uh, I firmly believe you know Mickey can get the job done, but you know I don't, I don't, I'm not in those decision making you know decision rooms and stuff like that. And I know everybody uh, the inter- the intranet has been going crazy because of yeah, uh, well. you know the su- supposed big you know announcement or whatever could be coming down the pipe. But you know at the end of the day. You know, you, you know, Trev's here to do his job. You trust him to do his job. He's going to, you know, make the best uh, decision that uh, he feels is right for the university, both short and long term. So you got to let this man do his job. Um, and, you know, everybody has an opinion. You know, I, you know, it's uh, I mean, you can't hide from the fact Nebraska's never had an African-American coach in anything. I think we're the only one in the Big Ten. But that doesn't mean. You know that you have to do it. You just hire the best candidate. I think Mickey has leadership qualities and coaching qualities that a lot of guys that uh, that you hear circling don't have. But I also think they're all good candidates. And who knows if there any of those guys are on the on the radar or or whatever. So, you know, I, I mean, obviously you like to sit back and say, uh, you know, let it all play out. Time will tell. But you know, time's ticking because the way the college football is set up, you know, essentially, from what I understand. And Nate, you might know a little bit better, or better yet, the Sarder Heyman text line can text in and really enlighten and, and let us know because I don't really know, you know, when this whole new transfer portal thing starts. You know, I call it the vortex. So you have to kind of speed up your kind of process, which probably is maybe why teams have been uh, firing coaches earlier. You got to think Nebraska, Georgia Tech, Auburn, mm-hmm. Arizona State. You know, those are four. You know, one would say all four, all four, four of them are high profile, but they're Wisconsin, all Wisconsin. You can throw well, in Wisconsin group two, as well, yeah. but they're yeah. okay. There's five programs, three that are pretty high profile: Wisconsin, Nebraska, Auburn, Georgia Tech, and Arizona State are kind of unique. You know, Georgia Tech is a you know engineering school. Arizona State is you know, second level in their Pac-12, you know, Pac-12. They're not jokes. No, they're not they're jokes, not jokes, but they're right. not a blue blood. Right, you know, right, um, right. When you think of football, right. you you right. know, you think of the three schools that I mentioned. So, you know, there's going to be a decision coming down the pipe, but at the end of the day, the best thing that anybody can do regardless because you, you can't control. The only thing you can control is what I think this team has done a good job of, focusing on this week's opponent, Showing up, working hard, and playing better. And over the last four weeks, they've played way better than they have in the previous four weeks mm-hmm. or previous five weeks or whatever it is. And so that's what you want, right? Mickey's 2-2 two and two in his kind of, I don't know if you want to call it a job interview. It might be the – you know, I think when you're a head uh, – I think of a head coach as a guy that is the overseer, but he knows everything and can do everything if need be. Because your best head coach, you, you get what I'm saying. I mean, yeah. there there would yeah. be times that I'd be in the in the you know linebacker room or you know be in our meeting rooms with Coach Samuel. Yeah, and look over and Coach Osborne would be sitting there. Right, and then he would be like, "Hey, Jay, you know this is what you this is." He would give us an offensive perspective. Right of this, what you yeah, yeah what you look. This at. is what they're trying to accomplish yeah, yeah, yeah. with this type of place. Or he would he knows defense because he knows what to look for from an offensive standpoint. So you, you know, I, I think there's a lot to it. Now, now granted, you got to. Shake hands, kiss babies, and do all the other stuff right. that. And there's probably it's, it's expanded the too. Song and dance. Yeah. Oh yeah. Can I ask a question on that? 
let me let me ask a question with that. Um, would you would you say that a younger, more up and coming somebody that can identify with the younger aspect has a little bit more um, get up and go because they they have to be a little bit more active than the traditional old school. Yeah, coach. you're not going to be. So, to... would you say a guy maybe under fifty or a guy a more seasoned older coach? I think with, it's, with the way it does it matter. It doesn't really matter. You okay. just got to have the right guy. And I mean, to be honest with you. Uh, and this is why I feel confident, you know, saying, you know, people ask, do you think Mickey could get the job done? Yeah. Do I think Eric Strickland or so, you know, so I think anybody could get the job done because I think you, if you come in here and embrace Nebraska and work, it'll work. You know what I'm saying? Work got, it and it'll work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not, I don't, football to me is just not that hard. I don't think it's that hard to recruit. It's just like you got to want to, and I grant, I know there's, dynamics to it and all this other stuff but when you're talking about uh one of the blue bloods and all the resources i mean it just came out with this this video of like the new athletic complex or whatever it is over there there's not a lot of teams out there that got that Mm -hmm. and not having the support or they have the support don't have the support that nebraska has so forth and so on so when you think about the whole ball of wax right the whole real deal holyfield uh nebraska is right there and it's and it's a you know, like Mickey said, a hidden gem. And, but, you know, now you got to start putting some, uh, you know, good product out there on the field. And guys that love football. So, you, you know, head coach is part of that, but it's not the only thing. The best head coaches are guys that have good good assistant coaches and guys that want to be – and then you have players that want to be led and coaches. It's not just – this is what I think Nebraska people in general have forgotten. They think because you – I don't know, say – you you know, there's a big thing about like baseball bats. You know, like they're, you know, you could buy a bat and it's like eight hundred dollars. That'll make you a good hitter. You Facts. can go buy some like great <laughs> golf clubs. That'll make you a good golfer. Real you gotta sad, go work at sad. it. You know yeah. what I mean? Or Tiger Woods is close. Like you can go buy like on the, probably on the internet if you Google and uh, you know eBay or something. You could get Tiger Woods iron golf cl- clubs or whatever. Well, you ain't Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods Which, could use Goodwill clubs. Right, but the thing is, the reason why ty- those clubs work for Tiger Woods, which are probably like the, like butter knives, is because he put in that work. And so now we we need to get back to what we what, what we have to do. I think for quite like what you're time, saying, Aaron Judge, you can't just show up and think right, you're going to be yeah, Aaron Judge. Right. You got to work at yeah, it. You got to look in. at you got to look at everything you do well. Look at things you do so so well. Things that you mm-hmm. you know ex- have to get you know better at extremely. You got to build a, you know, internally a good like team that has the culture. Everybody's doing, you know, doing everything for you to win, but not creating creating a a, a world of entitlement. Um, you got to do everything you need to do to put everybody in position to be the best that they can be on Saturdays. Right, and it's a it's not an easy job, it's, but I don't think it's a hard job. I think it's as hard as you want it to be. It's never an easy job, but I- say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think, I think you can make it a lot harder on yourself. Can I ask you a question? Like, one of the things, and, and, and listen, please, those who are listening, this is not, this doesn't contain any racial context to it. But it's something that you have to think about, right? Um, when just think of just some of the things I think about, right? When you're going into an, an inner city, you're going into a New Orleans, or you're going into like that's where that's where Mickey, you know, has done a lot of his stuff. When you're going into some of these places like that, St. Louis, or you're going into some places, right? And the kids come in to recruit, and I'm just asking this from a football perspective because right. I think it's I think it's a totality of what you would hope to see. <clears throat> and you walk around all of the facilities because you go, when you're getting recruited, you're going around all of the facilities and you don't see anything that looks like you. Does right. that make it hard? And this is yeah. only a question. Yeah. This isn't like I'm saying oh, talking about or like, speculating like outside of the football program. I'm, I'm saying yeah, in totality yeah, and recruiting. Yeah, I mean, does that, that does that do. make a difference with, does, with people, was, yeah. young men, you it, know, especially some, these days well, I mean, in the Instagram generation? It, it, and stuff yeah, like some that? it does. I know that uh, that's been brought to them. It's been, it was brought to the last well, uh, a coach. I mean, it was, it's a – It's something that is brought up. Yeah. Now, whether you, you want to be active in it and, 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 and address it, then – you know, there's no fix to it, but I, I just think yeah. that, yeah, I mean, I look at it like this. Here's a perfect example. If, 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 And, again, I want to be clear. I'm not – this is only a question. I'm not saying you have to do this or it's not right. what it is or what – I'm just but it's asking all part of the – right. Okay, so, so if you are – if you go – like, I've been around. We've traveled. The first thing that people think, especially some brothers think, when you say Nebraska – there ain't no black people there, right? And ain't nothing but a bunch of racist people there, and it's flat. That's, that's a, a perspective. That, that's that, what. That's a that's somebody's per, that's perception. Perception, right. right? That's not the reality. Yes. And then when people come here, everybody talks about. As long as we get them on campus, they're like, "Wow." I mean, yeah. I just was on the Big Ten, and Brock Vereen was on there, and he calls Big Ten games. He's like, "Man, people don't realize how cool Lincoln is." Yeah. Right. He's from California. My buddy right. said this this past weekend. Right. They just right. came from right. Virginia Tech. Right. Right. Three and, guys that are from right. Virginia. East Coast, yeah, right. and they come to Lincoln, Nebraska. Said I did not, not expect no. that. right. Like my I friend no Jamal, idea. my friend Jamal, he's from uh, Texas, and so he comes up one game a year, and he's like, man, I remember, he's like, man, when I first started coming up here watching, he's like, I didn't think there was any brothers up in here. Yeah, so so it's, it is that it's happened to me when my dad said we're moving to Nebraska yeah. from from California. I was like, I ain't, I ain't going to Nebraska. I mean, I, until I got here, and it grows on you. Yeah. It just becomes a part of right. You. And so it's, it's freaking it's, love it's, it. It's, it's it's the perception. Yeah. And, you know, there's I will say this, there's coaches that negative recruit, recruit Nebraska for some of the this, this stuff. It, I mean, straight up. That, I mean, recruiting is there is no friendships in recruiting. Yeah. They will say oh, they're anything. Telling a lie. They, they, yeah, oh, they'll yeah. Do, so they negative recruit to do um, like that against Nebraska. Um, and really, to be honest with you, it's yeah, you probably need to have more people involved in the team that look like them. But that's a, that's the. That's part of being a head coach. No, and you have to be able to listen again. You have to, when it, you're saying you have to be able to do your job, yeah. like it's not just no yeah, token, yeah, yeah, just right. people and sitting and in there. I'm it, saying people that actually people are part that, that, that can do the that job. Can do the job. That can help it be, uh, you know, like a, a liaison. Perfect example. One of my best friends, Sean Bryson. 
Yeah. Played from Tennessee. Him and Terry Fair, were, they do like forever volunteers. I remember Terry Fair. Right. Yeah, remember yeah. Terry Fair, first round pick. Sean, third round pick. So that's what they do. Like uh, Jonas Jennings. Mm-hmm. He's Kirby Smart's right-hand man. Now, yeah. gra- now granted, Georgia's different, but Tennessee ain't no different. Knoxville, Tennessee. No question. It is no different. Just than like Lincoln. here. Yeah, Tennessee mm-hmm. is no different. You get out there in them, oh, them yeah. backwoods, you're going to be in for a full-fledged fight out there, you know. So, you know, that's part of it. Is it? But, uh, you know, I just think, that, you know, right now. And there's you, some of the worst fans, too. Like, Tennessee. they are nasty. Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> Tennessee I mean, fans. Until we beat the brakes off of them and Peyton. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I, I digress. I remember that. We're yeah, they, they was not. <laughs> they was nasty. Yeah, they they was not uh, too, too nice. But, I mean, I think there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. And I understand. Everybody knows the dynamics of, of Nebraska, and that's just something. But I don't think it needs to be the focus of, it's time. The time is just to get the best coach. But get the best coach. Not the one that you want to kind of sell mm-hmm. on the internet and, and get the tweets and their likes about, right? That can make you that that's easy for people to copy and paste stories because he was successful fifteen years ago somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like Urban Meyer and all mm-hmm. that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So get the best guy that wants to be here, that wants to understands the program. It's lock and step from I don't know who I don't know the chain of command on who like how the university works right because all I worry about is athletic director because it's athletics but I'm sure it's the president right am I right mm-hmm. then Carter Green Trev, Regents yeah and then the Regents are in there mm-hmm. so everybody's lock and step with whatever they their vision of not schematically football but what they want is the identity of Nebraska football and pushing in the same direction yeah. head coach and then it trickles right down to the players to the people turn the lights on and lights off X Y and Z. And then you're starting to be consistent. And then when you're recruiting players, you're able to see, like, oh, yeah, he fits. You know, that I mean, they fit. You know, he fits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then you start, oh, yeah, he's definitely a Nebraska player Mm -hmm. and all that. And then, But that's what's been lost, Jay. And, and look, I know we've got to take a break soon, but I know that's what's been lost. What's been lost is an identity. I I, I just – I don't really know what Nebraska's identity is. When I watch them, I can't see it. And that's what has been lost. When you when you guys were playing, Jay, and you used to show up in the yeah. stadium, you knew exactly what you were going to get. You were going to get there were going to be physicality on both sides of the ball. We're going to we're going to be attacking in every aspect. So you've got to be ready because we are going to come at you, and we're running it down your freaking throat. Yeah. And there's nothing you can do about it. It was like that was the identity. We knew what that was. You know, it's like now I can't. I don't know. Yeah, I, think, I mean, yeah, and, that, and that's all part of the coach, right? Do you yeah. Generally, you're, you're, the players take on the identity of the, of the coach, generally, right? Um, whether – and you see a lot with, like, defense and offensive coordinators. You'll see it with, like, line coaches, running backs, and all that, right? So, so a perfect example, you see this team right here. They're more competitive. The energy's better. Would make you X, Y, and Z. And, uh, and they're embracing challenges, man. They, they could very easily tap out on this season. Just quit, but they're not. So you got to think what you already know what you're made of. Now you got to go out and show it. We already know that you're like tough emotionally because mm-hmm. you guys been through a lot. Now some of it's been earned, but some of it hasn't has any nothing to do with you guys, right? You guys maybe haven't been able to experience the type of coaching environment I, that me and you. Mm-hmm. You had, you know, Danny Nee. I had Coach Osborne. So there's a lot of things. There's a lot of you know point fingers that could be pointed, but now you got to go out there and display it. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I think, you know, coach, it's – look, at the end of the day, 
you just want to support whoever the coach is. You know, too old to be up here worrying about who the coach is and lose sleep over it. That's who he's picked. That's whoever they pick. Let's roll with it and see what see what happens. Yeah. Because you know what? To be honest with you, let's be honest. Say Jay Form is a, a coach at, uh, I don't know, whatever school, Virginia Tech, right, Nate? And I'm a D coordinator. This is me. And I'm from Nebraska. I obviously played here. And I get hired, I, and I land here, and I have every intention to coach here for the next fifteen years. And I do, and I'm, and I hear year ten, and we went, we've, we've won the Big Ten West, we've been to the Big Ten championship. Say we even won a Big Ten championship. Say we even have a good year, that, you know, in year ten, eleven. And then say some NFL team comes in and says, "Man, you know what? The leadership that you just displayed there at Nebraska for the last twelve years." I only not only want you to be the head coach, I want you to be the GM. And we're going to pay you two and a half times what you pay in there. <laughs> and I'm at the very end of my career, and I feel like this program's in a good place regardless of anybody that can coach. Or, you know, anybody comes in because I got the people in place, the culture's good, I got, a, you know, three or four good uh, recruiting classes. So I'm thinking, like, you know what, I did my job. I've won here, we're consistent. The place is in a better pro place than before. Like uh, before I leave, you know, then I got here, and this is a once in a lifetime opportunity to go to NFL. Mm-hmm. Then you, then you like, you know what? He got to go. Mm-hmm. Then you, then you can understand it. What you don't want is like a guy to get here, and as soon as you win, as soon as you win eight games, and you all over the internet. Next thing you know, he's he, he, you. You see him landing off of getting off Jerry Jones's jet and or he's going to be the new Washington Commanders coach you know or the Raiders or because the Raiders get coached every year so he down there <laughs> he down there at the Raiders coach so and that's only after two or three years and you don't always want you want somebody to be satisfied with being here and not just right. satisfied where you get lazy satisfied that everything here is what they need excellence and they're going to make it the best thing mm-hmm. that they have it's like we talk about when he was just by the cube steak well, that seasoned salt and that lemon pepper and garlic salt going to be in there. And then we got to, you know, so you're going to make it your, this your, your steak. So if they do that, everything will be good. And everybody will be happy because I do think there's a way to win at all costs and um, still develop and, 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 and be, do it long term as well. Hey, that's good stuff. <laughs> well broken down by Jay Foreman. We are old school. Jay Foreman break. popped in. Well, yeah, we're going to head to a break. Oh, this is a good question. Kip, Kip we're going to get this last uh, – we're going to get your question, man, after the break in about five minutes. Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and Jay on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. 